The Jimmy IV Sexy Cool Lounge is an inspirational podcast spreading positive energy and only good vibes into the universe through personal discovery, empowerment, and self-love awareness. Now, please join me in the Sexy Cool Lounge with our creator and host, Jimmy IV. Good morning, good afternoon, and good night, wherever you might be listening to this episode, and may your vibe be cruising at an altitude that is so sexy cool. So as always, y'all, at the beginning of every episode, right, if you are new to the Sexy Cool Lounge, thank you. Thank you for coming on board. Thank you for allowing us a minute of your time on your journey through this universe to spread some positive energy, self-love awareness, and some empowerment your way, all right? I do advise you go back and check out any one of our episodes between one and 91, with this being episode number 92, we've had some amazing guests come through the studio, and I'm sure there is something that will fuel your soul. And check out the website at www.sexycoollounge.com. You can find the podcast on any one of your favorite podcast platforms, all right? iHeart, uh, Apple, Spotify, you name it, we're there. So give us a follow over there. If you're on social media, Instagram, give us a follow at Sexy Cool Lounge, all right? We will definitely follow you back. And you guys know, <laughs> as always, you can always find me on Facebook. Send me a friend request, and I will definitely accept. And as we talk about 2023, you all know the big news. Sexy Cool Lounge is on YouTube. So go on over there, catch the vibe, and subscribe, right? <laughs> Get a chance to see my face like you always hear my voice on the podcast. So, yeah, make it happen, family, all right? Now, housekeeping is out of the way, and episode number 92 is ready to rock and roll. I've got a really, really special guest for you today, right? And uh, I'm happy that she was able to give us some of her time. And uh, she is five hours ahead of me (laughs) in the world. So uh, we're talking to her from the UK, and uh, she's gracious enough to make some time for us, all right? So I want to bring her into the studio, but before I do that, let me let you know what her vibe is all about, right? She is a transformations guide, a channel, author and entrepreneur, and founder of the Awake Revolution. And that program assists people with their purpose for being on a mission, and her guides and activities help people drop the baggage wake up to who they really are and revolutionizes how they think, feel, live, and create to be all of who they came here to be, y'all. So please give a warm welcome and a listening ear to my good friend, Miss Marie Fleming Grant. Marie, how are you today? Hello, I am very well, thank you. I am genuinely excited to be here because we just connected very recently. So it really is an honor um, really, really an honor to be here. I'm very excited to dive into to all of the, the juicy, magical, whatever we cover. Yeah, very happy to be here. So so before we get started, you're in the UK, United Kingdom, right? Yes, yeah, Tell in me. London. Yeah, mm-hmm. and so you're five hours actually ahead of me, right? Yes, five hours. So we're kind of early Sunday, early, early Saturday evening now. So yeah, five hours ahead. So tell me, tell me something that you would want others to know about the United Kingdom. Oh, <laughs> I would say, depending on where you go, 
um yeah kind of you've got to really I say be strong in yourself because there are areas where maybe they're not the most friendly but then you go into other areas that they're just absolutely wonderful so it's kind of like don't take it personally is what right. I'm saying because <laughs> it's such London is so diverse you know so you've got you might visit one part and it's so different to another part so it's yeah it's very diverse um yeah and just uh be <laughs> just don't take things personally I'd say but it's a very very good place to visit I would still okay. say Buckingham yeah. Palace right <laughs> yeah like that is <laughs> that is just a very small part of London and there are many many other parts of London yeah All right. well good deal well listen we're excited to have you in the studio today so we will get started as always first question out the gate is Marie, what does sexy cool mean to you? Okay, so I love this question. I deliberately didn't plan an answer because it was such a like expansive thing. So I'm just going to share what I'll just tune into the vibe right now and give you my in the moment answer. So sexy cool, I feel right now for me means really, really getting a true sense of who you are. So it is the way that I work and the way that I see it. I, I look at your brand straight away and this whole philosophy of sexy cool. And it felt like such a new paradigm way of being. So, you know, before we might've had this idea of sexy cool being a certain way, right? Putting on a front, putting on a, on an image, um, very kind of old, old paradigm stuff. So the way I, I see the true version, like the elevated version of this, which I feel oozes from all of your episodes, um, is this kind of higher level version of Sexy Core, cool, which is real soul alignment, you know, being in tune with yourself. And, and the way I feel it's like the difference between kind of trying to make things happen and being in stress and putting on a brave front, but instead like leaning back, like really just leaning back, attracting, magnetizing, creating, playing, enjoying, and just kind of breathing as you go. And you just know that you're going to be okay. <laughs> That's how I feel. Um, and I love it. Wow. <laughs> okay. Listen, there is no right answer, no wrong answer, but I'm going to take that as one of the <laughs> best answers for me. Cause uh, yeah trying not to have you know I think I think my ears are getting a little tight in these uh <laughs> headsets with my head swollen a little bit but that's okay that's all right we, we're gonna keep it moving but uh yeah there is no right answer no wrong answer um it is all in the perspective of the person which is why I ask that question uh as many times as I can and to be honest with you I have as much as I've asked that question I've never gotten the same answer twice and that's a beautiful thing about asking the question of what the sexy cool mean to someone, because that's what we are about here at the sexy cool lounge. It's about your authenticity. It's about you being genuine and being true to yourself. And from that, it radiates out and everyone else can gravitate to it. So thank you for that amazing answer to the question. I appreciate it. You're so, welcome. Thank you. So the reason I asked you to uh, come into the sexy cool lounge today was you have a really unique way of helping people, helping them grow, helping them learn. And I found some things fascinating that I really wanted to kind of deep dive with you on, uh, not only for myself, but for the listening audience as well. So the first thing I want to kind of get into with you is just help us understand a little bit about you. You know, tell me about yourself, you know, how you got to be where you are today. And let's just kind of vibe from there. 
Hmm. Yeah. So I guess the way I describe it is like it feels like I've had like a past life in this current life. So the old version of me, if you were to rewind sort of 10, 15 years ago now, um, I used to work as a as a lawyer in the UK. And so I did that kind of very conventional nine to five um, sort of seeking success in this very linear way right the way that we're many of us are taught you know you're you're a valuable person if you if you have a good job title or you make a certain level of money and and all of these very external things and so I had a very challenging time even in that process because I had my daughter very young I was only a teenager I was like 18 when I had her and I had a lot of obstacles to overcome in order to become qualified so I actually wrote a book on some of my journey because it was just a lot there's a lot of a lot of I guess experiences in those in those you know in that process but to you know I kind of went through this whole I think challenge you know it was like I think a lot of people might relate to this where life just seems to deal you another blow and another blow and you're always it's almost like you're a hamster on the wheel you're trying to just keep your head above water and you're trying to keep going keep going and you're working super hard so I did that for quite a while and I succeeded and I qualified against the odds and I was proud of myself and I felt like I was winning in life at the time I got out of a very toxic relationship and real drama real drama but it was it for me the whole thing shifted when I started to become really just unwell and it didn't it didn't shake and so carried on I had a very a-type achiever type driven personality so I just kind of put a brave smile on and just kept working hard but the illness was just creeping up and it started to get really exhausting and painful in the body and all of these symptoms that my body was really driving home um and so after a while it kind of very long story short but after a while it got so severe I couldn't get up anymore so it was like total and utter burnout of the system I guess on every level mental emotional physical spiritual and I couldn't use that positive mindset that I had used really to get me through that whole time so when that kind of went and I couldn't will myself because I really really used my mind a lot I couldn't will myself to get up and go to work and travel and, and move very much that's when my whole entire life trajectory just flipped and then I was, it was from that point where I just started to lose everything on the outside, all the structured stuff. So relationship, money, status, you know, social life, the whole lot. And I was just kind of driven inwards. And that's that for me was the very starting point of suddenly having to go internal and then realizing, oh my goodness, like I don't have any sense of self-worth or any value because the thing that had given me that which was my career wasn't there anymore so I had this like real deep like identity crisis which I feel that a lot of people sometimes have in different ways right um so it was like the physical breakdown of my body it, it drove me in and then I had to really start and it was the first time I realized I don't like what's inside it was like I don't know who I am. I don't have any self-love. I actually don't like who I am. Um, and it was really, really like traumatic, you know? So it was like big, big, like life stuff. And really 
again, that's like a longer story, but just to kind of give you the concise bit is like, I reached that point of absolute just rock bottom. And again, a lot of humans, we've had that, you know, period in, in different ways. And I reached rock bottom because I really felt like there was no point to me because I wasn't producing or creating anything or doing anything of value. And I really started playing with, I just want to check out. I just want to leave this planet. I don't think I can stay. And it was that one afternoon I was really, I really hit rock bottom and I was really calmly thinking about, should I stay? Should I? And then something came in. I now know that it was, you know, my guides, my, my higher self, you know, a message that came in and it was this message and it very clearly said, you are here for a reason. And it it was so quick. It was so like quiet in a way, but it, it was like a message that went through the core of me. It interrupted my whole life trajectory and I could feel the truth of it. It wasn't like a thing from the head, right? I could feel the truth. I'm here for a reason. I have no idea what that reason is, but I'm here for a reason. And then that just gave me a little flicker of hope. I was very depressed. I was very, really low. It gave me a, just enough. It was just enough of a flicker. And then I went onto Google that same day. I tried to find an answer for the illness because I was diagnosed with ME chronic fatigue fibromyalgia. And just in that divine timing, I found a clinic um, in London and they were the first place I had found for like the whole year I'd been searching where they were talking about people have recovered. The doctors had kind of said to me, take antidepressants, have some counseling if it gets too much. But this clinic was talking about, we have recovered. We've made a full recovery. We can help you do the same. So then I, I went all in, I did their program. And then that, even that was the start of this whole inner journey. And I had to clear out, like, it was my mindset, yes, but it was my emotions. It was the traumas that I had been through. And because I'd been so busy, I hadn't processed any of them. It was a connecting back into myself. I changed everything. And I was serious about it, dedicated. And then I started to see improvement. I started, my energy started coming back. My symptoms started to calm down. Of course, it wasn't linear. There was lots of you know, ups and downs in that, but there was progress and that's all I needed. So I carried on. And then I, over a few years, because I was housebound, bedbound for some of that time. So over kind of five years, I brought myself back and had this huge transformation because I had to change everything. And then after that, I couldn't, I was so expanded. I couldn't go back into that box of a lawyer anymore. That, that for me, it was like, I want to help people, but not like that there's something more. So that was a start right there. It sounded like when you had that moment, right? Mm. That spiritual moment that you found value in your purpose, right? Mm. And the moment you found value in that purpose, it was like the pilot light. It was like that, that flicker in the flame that starts everything else going down that positive road for you. And the moment that you actually found value in your purpose, all of these other doors, all of these other gray clouds, everything started to slowly but surely move away so that your positive path 
even if it was baby steps, just accomplishing one positive thing today. Okay, I went and I Googled and I researched a, a, a facility that can help me. And then from there, that led on to something else. And then that changed portions of your mindset to go in a different direction and so on and so on to, like you said, five years later, you look back and it's like, wow, how did I ever make all of that happen back then, right? Totally. Yeah. And it is, it's that one step at a time um, versus, you know, sometimes we think there's like a magic bullet or this one thing that we're trying to chase to make this one thing happen. And often it's like those, it's like an accumulation, right. Of all these, all these things we've got to do. And, you know, that's whether that's your building your business or your brand or your creative side or writing a book or like whatever it is, even relationship stuff, right. It doesn't just, it's not just one quick fix. And I think, in the world that we're in we've got a lot of messaging around like the the instant gratification right the quick the quick fixes and i found like in my own experience although i do believe you can have those very quick shifts sometimes a lot of the time it's like it's one step after another it's it's the smaller like everyday habits and choices and you know and they all build an amazing picture and and sometimes we forget that right we think oh nothing's changing or I'm still stuck, but actually, no, you might not even realize some of the changes are internal. Like my changes were internal before my body followed. That was a huge one. I remember lying on the sofa, couldn't move very much. It was very painful. And I was very just, just in one place. And I was watching something on TV and it was like uh, Bear Grylls. Um, and he was doing all these like crazy, like climbing and like crazy feats with people. And I was watching it and I realized I am in so much peace right now. And it kind of struck me. I sort of found it funny because my body was still broken down, couldn't digest properly. I couldn't sleep properly. There was a lot of physical symptoms, but inside I actually found peace and lightness. And then when I found that and I was at that vibrational frequency, the cells in your body, they literally start rearranging themselves. And then my physical body followed. And then of course, recovery was inevitable but it was it was real trusting that these changes often are you know they're hidden and you can't always see them you know you've got to believe that they're they are happening you know you talked about your inner self right and and one of the reasons why I wanted you to share your story is because where you have have gotten to today has a lot to do with the with you reflecting on and making executive decisions and improvements within yourself, not necessarily your environment or the people around you. It started with things that you had to change and identify and acknowledge for the better and for the worst about you. Because you said there were some things that you didn't like about yourself when you really started to reflect inwards. So one of the reasons why I wanted to have you on is because you have a unique way of speaking on learning about your inner game. So help me and my listeners understand what do you mean by learning about your inner game and what can we do to identify it, um, be aware of it? And if we need to, what baby steps can we take to start the improvement of our inner game? Yeah, it's a really, I think, like a really, really powerful foundation. So when I say inner game, I'm talking about everything that goes on inside of you. So 
you know, we, you know, we go and meet friends, we go and visit this place, we go and do this job, that's all very external. And a lot, a lot of the time we, we feel happy because we're doing those things, or we feel good because life experiences is showing us certain things in our physical reality. But your inner game is, is who you are beyond all of that. It's who you are in the quiet stillness, right? So often people tap into this maybe as they're in bed and this is where a lot of people, you know, they describe it where, you know, they can't sleep because lots of things are coming up. Their mind is whirling and, you know, there's this. So you've we've all got this internal like swirl of energy, right? The internal state. So your inner game is really and I call it the inner game because I feel like we can bring a little lightness to some of this. Right. That you we if we understand kind of the rules of of how we're operating down on this planet with energy, um, it is a game. Because actually, when we understand that what we feel inside and the frequency that that we're at. So all that means is, let's say, what kind of radio station are you playing? Are you playing depressing, sad songs or are you playing like really lovely music that makes you feel good? It's your own personal frequency. And we all have one. So the best way, I think, if you were really just starting out is, is really just asking yourself, well, how do I feel? How do I feel right now in life? generally and because sometimes we don't stop to even question it we're on this like treadmill of life you know next thing's calling us next thing and so in a way I was given this gift of I was lovingly forced into this space right this internal space so you know I hope that listeners you know maybe you don't have to go through that or maybe some of you have gone through that or you're on the verge of going through that but actually if you if you can make space whatever level you're at and start to really ask yourself like how do you feel about your life how do you feel about the work that you do how do you feel being in your body how does that feel often we're in our heads how do you feel in your relationships or lack of relationships or your friendships how do you feel about your money and wealth ability, all of these aspects. And I think it starts with just asking yourself the question and actually acknowledging that you're not satisfied with some of this. Because a lot of like the difference between I think people that come say to work with me that really transform is they've done that acknowledgement already, right? Versus people that, and we all know people that they wouldn't necessarily be people that listen to this podcast. I don't believe that. It'll be often, we all know people in our lives that are very unconscious and they don't, they're just not aware of themselves or their ability to shift and, and make changes. And why um, do you think that is? You know? why, why do you think there are people that don't want to look inside? They they refuse. How about we say that? They refuse. Yeah, they, they, do. That they should. But they know that if they look in the mirror, right? Yeah. They're not going to like what they see. Why yeah. do you think that is? Why, why do we so much are reluctant to look in the mirror, but we are so aggressive at times in wanting to tell other people what they should be. Yeah, that's a good one. It's, I think it's really to do with lack of awareness and, and levels of consciousness. So let's say, and this is not about being superior or anything or better than anyone else, but it is when you kind of start to look at people in the world through levels of consciousness, you can start to kind of be a bit neutral and say oh some people are more like we'll say higher and lower but not in a judgmental way right so higher consciousness are people that would listen to podcasts like this they're they're wanting to learn about themselves they want to be self-aware and they've really made that decision to look and then you've got other people that 
just it's almost like they're looking away they don't want to look they're in fear they want to almost like brush it under the carpet you know and sometimes that's fear they just can't sometimes it's levels of consciousness where they just don't have the ability like to us it would be like why can't they understand that they're angry for example right like we can see it lashing out but they can't see it so the way my guides often because I channel my guides often help me uh look at this in a more neutral way because sometimes I I get triggered on certain you know people as well but they say look at them as if you know you're a parent and if you were looking at a child who was maybe like say like seven seven years old you would know that that child at seven doesn't have the capability that you would have at 27 you wouldn't get mad at them you wouldn't you know tell them off hopefully right you wouldn't think they were stupid you would just go they're seven they're seven years old they don't have the capacity or the awareness that a 27 year old would have so when you start to look at people and this is why you can't really talk about this without bringing your soul and spirit into it um we've all had and my belief and you know drop this or receive this you know however it resonates with all of you but my belief is and my knowing is that you know we've had other lifetimes as well and so we've had lots of different experiences so we're not all coming into this lifetime with the same level so like we can't really compare right we might have had 10 lifetimes before where we dealt with our anger and this soul over here you know they haven't done it right. so well, it I mean, help. That, that helps us to at least get started with being more aware of our inner game and how we can cultivate it in more of a positive way. Right. Yeah. So yeah. The other thing I want to kind of deep dive with you on is, you know, you've mentioned a lot about rising up out of yourself, right? Being able to take that acknowledgement of who you are or who you want to be within yourself, regardless mm -hmm. of all the external elements that go on right? That are, that are around you. But I do want you to kind of really just help me understand a little bit more about rising up out of yourself. Talk to me about what that means and how can we become more in a positive way aware of that so that it helps us become a better version of ourselves each and every day. Mm. So I kind of see it as like, you've got two versions of yourself right of ourselves so we've got this kind of very human version with the ego and the fears and the doubts and, and all of the programming so imagine like you're over here and you you're you're kind of a product of living on this planet for however many years you've lived and you've been bombarded each of us right we've been bombarded with adverts commercials you know beauty industry standards um you know movies all of that right we, we're really really we get messages all around us so a lot of that is really um designed and created as well to to really not allow us to prosper here to really you know it doesn't, it's not an easy thing right it's not just like we wake up and go oh we're going to live our best lives there's a reason why that's we're talking about it you've got a whole podcast or you know helping people there's a reason why that's challenging because the the programming on the world is is set up so that it it, it kind of keeps us in this like level that's very small and very close so a lot of people are walking around in this version of themselves and it's become real and often people forget that there is another version there's a higher level consciousness version of you that you came in with call it your soul your spirit your inner wisdom whatever you want to call it it doesn't matter what you want to call it but this part of you that has come in and this is the part of you that has the dreams 
the visions, the stuff that comes in when no one's looking and it kind of whispers, maybe you can do this. Maybe you could create this or have this, right? Or live this life. And then your human side shuts that down because it's like, well, no one in my circle has this. No one in my family's ever done this, right? So we kind of become this byproduct of our communities or even our cultures, right? We've all got these different different things, our DNA, right? our lineage, all these things. So rising up out of yourself is starting to, one, is starting to see that this is what's happening around you. Imagine you're in the middle, amazing soul that you are. You're in, on this planet with all these messages, right? About how you're aging <laughs> and how you're not thin enough and how, you know, whatever, all these things, right? But actually, if you can start to realize this is what's happening, but that niggle that I've got inside of me, that doesn't go away is real. It's real. Like, you know, you with your podcast here, right? That had to be a niggle, right? Same with me and my, what I'm creating. It's like, it started with a whisper. Maybe you can help people. Maybe you, you could be a voice or you could write that song or act in that film. Like the possibilities are endless. So rising up out of yourself is really listening to that niggle and then trying to see if you can start to listen to that and breathe life into that. And that's a process. Some people can just jump into it like, like they leap, right? We see that. And others, we have to tentatively walk those steps and, and grow into it and learn, right, how to, how to align with that. And, and this is why I talk about dropping the baggage, because it's like a lot of the times it's, okay, what do you need to let go of to let yourself rise? It, right. it's, funny. That, yeah. it, it's funny that you talk about letting go of the baggage, because that was actually the next thing that I wanted you to kind of bring to the table. And I guess the way I want to kind of present this is you have a way of sharing some information on becoming excellent in the practice of how to let go of the things keeping you stuck and playing small. Right. Mm -hmm. So for someone listening right now who hears that and is like, okay, I get what she's saying. Help us understand deeper what that means. And then what are the baby steps that we can take moving forward, whether it's a day-to-day -day accountability or if it's just, what can I do today that will motivate me and inspire me to continue on to not play small, but also start the process of practicing letting go? Because yeah. we're, we're creatures of habit and sometimes yeah. it's hard for us to let things go, even though we know we should yeah. be letting some things go, especially the things that are detrimental to our mental health and our spiritual health, right? So mm. help us understand how can we become better at that? Mm. Yeah, that's a good question because letting go is so infuriating, isn't it? When you're trying to change something and people just say, just let go of the past. Like how? <laughs> like I'm living in there, right? So so first of all, I guess on that is just release the pressure from yourself right now of, of having to let go because letting go is like, it's a natural process. Like say if I work with someone, they might come in with some real stuff they're hanging on to. And after we've worked through and shifted, is like a natural consequence they'll just let it go because it's time it's been processed so so know that that's a process and and not to put pressure on yourself but the first thing i would say is is allow yourself to daydream allow yourself to dream first before anything else because if you can't even allow yourself to do that that's where you're automatically it's like you've got those doors shut so tightly so what are you trying to do otherwise it's like you don't know what you have to release in order to do the thing because you haven't yet kind of 
got that through. Now, not to say you have to know exactly what it's like. So when I first started this, I just knew I wanted to help people and maybe I could help them with something that I have gone through. I didn't have any more clarity. I didn't have any branding, nothing. So it was just like my my version of that was, I think I don't want to be a lawyer anymore. And I think I want to do something else. And I think I might want to set my business up myself. I had no other clue. So I just let that like permeate. So number one, it's like, can you just let yourself daydream like you would as a child? You never shut yourself down as a child. You wanted to be a vet or an astronaut or a, or a doctor or a circus clown, right? You just used to play with that. So that's number one, like let yourself play with that. And then the second part, if you're really starting out, you can then start to have a conversation with yourself and say, okay, this is the thing that I, I'm interested in in some area. What are the beliefs that, what are you believing about that? Because right away, you're going to have some narrative that says that little niggle voice that says you can't do that right that's a belief or it will say but what are they going to think of you right your best friend up the road <laughs> who you've been working with for 20 years what do you mean you want to go and join the circus or whatever right <laughs> so when you start then this is all it's always about self-awareness right so when you start to be able to identify what's coming up for you that will be your window open to go ah oh, it's a lack of confidence, or I'm really scared of that, or I'm worried about what other people think. And it's like, it just helps you drop down levels. Because underneath that, you're going to have emotions. And then underneath that, you might have some memories of things that that time at school when you tried to do that different thing, and everyone laughed at you, and you swore you'd never step up out, out of your comfort zone again, right? We all have these memories, beliefs. So it's like dropping down and it's going to look different for everyone, that process. Right. But just see, see what you're aware of. Really fascinating. See what your own power and your truths are. Yeah, yeah. So in, in speaking on that, you know, you have talked about the hiding from your own power and your truth. So mm -hmm. as we kind of segue into that question, help me understand what are we hiding from? Why? I mean, if it's our own power and our own truth, if it's a part of our genuine, authentic DNA, if you would, why, why would we hide from that? What, what, what's the rationale behind that? Lots of reasons, but a big predominant one in the, in the air, literally in the energetic field is that we are, when we're doing that, when we're really deciding to follow our truth, which is different for each of us, what we're really doing is it's big in so far as you're going against the majority. Let's be really clear about that, right? We're going against the majority. So we are in a world right now, and I believe we're shifting and changing. So I'm really feeling very positive and strong about that. So no worries there. But we are in a world where the majority, the masses, are still very much plugged into go to work, pay bills, die, right? And just suffer. Um, and everybody's tired and exhausted and has relationship problems and actually that is not the objective truth that is a truth that is a perspective so when we're when we're people who are saying you know i'm really here for more i want to step out of the, the masses i want to step out of that majority i want to i want to be something i want to create something i want something better for myself just know that it's a courageous thing like i want to share that with anyone that's feeling that right now you are courageous even just for giving yourself that permission because so many don't more of us are but we're still in the minority 
if you talk about the whole world. So that's why it's like, ooh, so if we're going to step out and not be like everybody else and really stand straight in our own power and who we are, that might ruffle some feathers. And when I say might, I say it will. Yeah. <laughs> it will ruffle it, feathers. It, you, you say that, and I kind of chuckle a little bit because I talk about a lot about making executive decisions, right? And sometimes you're going to make those executive decisions that are not going to always be in the best interest of someone else. They should always be in the best interest of you. That's why they're your executive decisions. They're not y'all's decisions. They're not their decisions. Your executive decisions sometimes are really based in you, right? Yeah. So I, I kind of want to shift gears for a minute. And, you know, we mentioned that you are an author, right? And I want to talk about the decision, if you will, right, to create the book. So let's talk a little bit about that executive decisions around how you decided to write your book. Yeah, that was a, a big one for me, because even though I talk about this, right, and I'll be very open <laughs> as I share these messages, I procrastinated on writing my book for a very long time um, through fear, right? It was like my version of, oh, how can I put this thing out into the world? So I knew that I was going to write a book and it was going to be about some of my life experiences. So that was very personal, you know, and I did procrastinate. So eventually what happens when we don't follow what our true self is, is guiding us, our soul's guiding us, we'll start to get that discomfort. So I started to feel really like I was going to bed and I was feeling really like I couldn't sleep and I was feeling agitated and restless. And I knew it was like, I need to express and that this book needs to come through me and I need to get the words out onto the paper. So I, I decided instead of just waiting for inspiration or waiting to be in the mood, which, you know, often doesn't happen, especially when you've got fear, I just decided I would make a decision um, and I'd sort of reverse engineer with a bit of a twist. So how I did it was I went out onto my Facebook page and declared on my profile, I said, I'm writing my book, I'm launching my book. And I, I picked, I just randomly picked uh, a date for eight weeks from this post. Don't know why eight weeks, it was just, it felt like enough. It felt like the time scale that's gonna put a little bit of pressure on me, but in a, in a good way. Um, and I just declared this date. I said, that's the launch date. And then I had two options, either, you know, I'm going to have to come back or three options, either come back and say, sorry, guys, I just didn't, <laughs> which I, my ego was just saying, no, <laughs> can't do that. So, you know, you can use your ego in a good way. Right. Um, and the other option was just to ignore it and pretend I didn't post, which was very out of alignment for me because I don't like to live in that way. I like to do what I say. Um, so the third option was my only option was you've got to write that damn book. <laughs> so I decided, and then funny thing was I made that decision and then I just allowed myself and it, and this is where the energetics come into it, right? I didn't do, okay, eight weeks. I need to calculate the word count and write X amount of words each day. That would have been very linear, probably very stressful way of doing it. I just decided very strongly that this book would be written. I would need time to edit, do things like get the book cover, all this, all these things. I was publishing it myself, didn't have a lovely marketing team or any of that. It was just me. Uh, and my husband helped me uh, with some of the edits. Um, and I just decided I would have enough time. And guess what happens? Because we are energetic beings, time just seemed to expand. 
And I, and I've, this is not the first time I've done this. It's like, we can, when we get out of that linear way, we can tap into some magic. We can actually go, you know, how can we create something in this other time, time frame? It's really quite magical and wonderful, um, but it didn't. And it doesn't make logical sense. Cause how did I write? I'll show you. It's a, for those of you on the YouTube, you can see it's a, it's a substantial size book, right? It's a chunky book. Um, and it's, you know, I wrote that in probably about six weeks and then did the edit. So sometimes the power of your decision, it moves things like the universe. I'm a believer and a knower that this is true. It literally, our job is to decide, get on that track, like stubbornly, if you need to right, with an open heart on that track. And when you really mean it, because the universe knows if you're just saying it for your friends, <laughs> when you really mean it, mind, body, heart, soul, the universe will literally move around you and things will shift and doors will open. And then you'll cross paths with the right thing you need. Like I figured out this, this formatting and Amazon and all this stuff that I didn't even know six weeks before. So sometimes we complicate it and we want to know the exact steps and that's what stops people, right? To answer your earlier questions, like why do people not maybe go for it? Because we get very hooked into how, I want to create this business, but how? That will come. And I really like, if you take one thing away, <laughs> take that, right? Just decide, decide. I, I, I'm so in agreement with that. You know, I, I'm a big person that says, if you really want something, speak it into the universe. Because at that point, once you've spoken it, I mean, you can think it, you can whisper it to a few people, so on and so forth. But the moment that you truly, from your heart, mind, body, and soul, speak it into the universe, then the universe mirrors your exact thoughts, your exact vibrational frequency, okay? We can say some things and the universe is like, no, nah, you're, you're not serious. But there's that moment when it comes from the core of, of your soul that says, this is what I want. This is what I want to do. And the universe says, okay, I believe you now, but now let's make it happen. Right. Yeah. So, yeah, I, 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 I understand that. And I, I truly appreciate, you know, you vibing with me on that. Um, I want to let everybody know the name of the book, right. And it's mm -hmm. above and beyond a human journey of courage, resilience, transformation, magic, and awakening, right? Mm -hmm. We can find that book where, because I, I want everybody to really like vibe on this book because it's giving you a guideline family on creating a higher and a better version of yourself. And it even gives some of the baby steps on how to make that happen. So just real quick, where can we find this book? Yeah, you can absolutely find it on Amazon. Yeah, so it's in Amazon in many different countries. So just your regular Amazon, absolutely. Yeah. And and and, and y'all know that I, I am an Amazon Prime junkie. So yeah, uh, you might be able to get it in two days on the Prime side. So uh, yeah, let's put it in our cart and uh, <laughs> let's go get this book, all right? So before we wrap it up, um, I do want you to kind of just give me a good understanding and let's leave it on this note about reminder to make daily choices, right? Mm -hmm. I know we get caught up in life and life gets busy and we, and it gets chaotic and, and, and all of that, you know, I get mm -hmm. it, but there is 
the priority that we need to make within ourselves, right? To make daily choices. So help me understand what are those daily choices that we need to be reminded to make to, mm. to, to keep us on the positive path and a better version of ourselves. Yeah, it's a it's a really important one because a lot of times, like let's say you're on this journey of changing or releasing something or creating or building, whatever your whatever your flavor is. And sometimes we make that one decision. So let's say use my book as an example. I decided that day, right? I would choose, I would create this book. If I only made that decision one time, chances are after a few days, you know, the world's gonna pull me over here. And this is what happens to us. So if you if you just decide one time and as a one-off thing. And touching on what we touched on before, this world programming, remember everything, you know, we've got lots of things pulling us out of alignment, right, around us. So we're, we're up against this whole programming system. And it's okay, because we're powerful, and we've got it. But if we if you really remind yourself that this is a daily choice, it's like, you know, you don't just shower once, right? You you repeat it. And so if you start to, you know, really declare, if you've made your declaration to the universe, like, I want to a higher level relationship or I want to really impact people or create that piece of art whatever your issue or flavor is um keep deciding so what I do is like a daily practice of every morning right you kind of greet the morning um that's why daily routines are so important whether you can do them first thing or even later in the day or whatever works for your schedule but really cultivating that inner inner connection even if it's you don't have the luxury for an hour or whatever you could do five minutes right of just breathing reminding yourself remind yourself what you're doing remind yourself like really you get yourself into that beautiful alignment it's like it's like getting yourself on the train track like if you don't do that you're just going to be pulled with the wind and you'll forget and you'll go everywhere but we've got to be really like I'll use the word disciplined but I say like soul aligned right soul aligned disciplined about it and make that choice so that's what I do it's like every day I remind myself like I'm here on a mission how can I, I'm going to impact somebody today even if I do a live stream and one person tunes in great I hopefully more um every day I choose like what am I doing I'm making an impact I'm I'm working on my own vibrational frequency and remind yourself and choose it over and over and I think that does what that does is is creates this beautiful like strengthened muscle right because sometimes we expect a lot from ourselves and we don't put the that groundwork in so if you just keep repeating our brains love repetition your mind will start believing it right I'm creating I'm creating I'm moving I'm shifting yeah you couldn't have said it any better in the soul alignment and just like the repetitive nature, which strengthens the muscle when we want to go to the gym or we want to go outside and work out that spiritual, that mental, that vibrational frequency needs to be strengthened as well. And I love the way that you kind of put it in that type of an analogy, because it'll help other people understand that it can, you can't just say it you have to say it first and you then have to, you know, you have to believe what you're saying and then you have to speak it into the universe, but then you have to set the ground work in motion to on a daily basis, go from point A to point B to point C to point D. And that has to be repetitive every single day in order to see movement and not just get stuck in saying, well, yeah, this is what I want to do. or this is what I'm going to do. But then we look up two, three, four weeks later, and we still haven't done anything, right? Totally, yeah, yeah. 
Good deal. Well, Ms. Marie, I want to thank you for your time. I want to thank you for your knowledge. I want to thank you for your positive vibes in the Sexy Cool Lounge today. Please tell everybody where we can find you, where we can just stay in touch with you. You know, where can we again find the book, which is called Above and Beyond? Let us know everywhere where we can reach out to you. And if the uh, listeners have any questions, if, if they can email you somewhere, if there's an email, where all can we find you? Well, absolutely. Yeah. So yeah, first of all, let's start there. Any questions, anything that, yeah, you want to ask or for me to expand on, feel free to email any point. So you can always email at marie at theawakerevolution.com. And that's my business name. So you can find me on all platforms under The Awake Revolution. So I'm on Facebook, uh, Instagram, and have a YouTube channel. So you are most welcome to connect. And I'm pretty regular with uh, do like live streams. I drop videos on YouTube. Um, yeah, so I'm I'm pretty, you'll find me <laughs> on whichever platform you prefer. Yep. And where can we find the book again? Yes. And the book you can find on Amazon. So you can just search uh, for that book. And I think you have the links as well that if anybody wants to have a look there. Um, yeah, on Amazon and the audio book actually <laughs> is I'm working on that. So there will be an audio book to follow. Um, hopefully in May, I'm looking at May. So but for now, there's paperback and Kindle versions. Yeah, you can get on Amazon now. All right. Well, good deal. Well, listen, uh, if you did not catch up on any of that uh, family, don't worry about it. It will be in the show notes. So you'll be able to reach out to her. And uh, again, let's go on over to Amazon and let's uh, make sure that we get that book in our prime cart. Okay. Typically you'll get it really, really quick. All right. It has a lot of positive information in it. And I think it'll be something that will fuel your soul. All right. So Miss Marie, it has been a pleasure having you in, and I'm sure that this will not be the last time that you step into the sexy cool lounge. But again, I do appreciate your time, your positive energy, and uh, all of the things that you are doing in the universe. Continue to do what you do because nobody does it the way you do it. Oh, thank you so much. I love talking to you and I'll be back anytime, <laughs> anytime you'd like. Yes. Absolutely. We'll have you back. And family, let's make sure that for all of the information that we uh, gathered today, that we continue to love ourselves, right? Love yourself enough to radiate your vibe. And let's never forget this one, all right? That even though we do not have as much as others, we still have more than others. So let's continue to put good vibes into this universe so we can always get good vibes back. I'm Jimmy Ivey. I love you guys. And I will see you on the next episode.